Hey there, demons. It's us, your girls. Welcome to the 14th Office Goblin Podcast. I'm S. And I'm D. And we are goblins. Two goblins that have many thoughts, interests, and opinions about stuff and things. And today we are taking a trip through time, through the interweb, to the way early stages of the internet. The wild, wild west of the WWW. World. Wide. Web. <laughs> You're welcome. Listen, the children out there might not know what that is. That, that is fair. Yeah, typing I have a in www all willy-nilly. <laughs> I have a feeling that most people, though, either are going to appreciate our episodes of nostalgia or... That's how we lose the followers or the kids these days. Like, God, why don't these two ladies talk about anything cool? Yeah, they're so (laughs) old. (laughs) Yes, we are older than Google. (laughs) This is true. This is true. Um, It's come a long way. Oh, my God. Yes. So I guess, like any good things, we're going to start at the very beginning Mm-hmm. What has your kind of first interaction been with the internet? So when I was a kid, yes, <laughs> we had what we called the computer room. It was a room in your house entirely dedicated to the computer. Yes. So my earliest memories of the internet were logging in and getting mm-hmm. that lovely dial-up tone yes yes <laughs> as not make any AOL, phone calls as a little aol man like ran across the screen or whatever and yes not having to tell everyone in the house i'm gonna use the internet for the next hour or so so you can't make any phone calls or vice versa <laughs> isn't that just kind of the wildest thing that in the event of an emergency or whatever it is Mm-hmm. No one could get through one way or the other. Because you were on the internet. <laughs> yeah, and if someone did try to call you, they would also know you are on the internet because they <laughs> they too would get that awful sound. It's like, Mom, no, I have to get on LimeWire and download another virus <laughs> to the computer. <laughs> yeah, and then I upgraded to FrostWire. <laughs> Aunt Jackie can wait, like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, so many, like, Trojans. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, that, oh god, yeah. Brings back some memories. (laughs) What was your earliest dealings with the internet? It was certainly everything that you mentioned. Big box computer, just this, I mean, it's so hard to imagine what computers were. And I know the earlier computers, especially the more heavy-duty ones, were even larger than the household ones we had. Mm -hmm. But then how over time the screen thinned out and it was no longer a box and then you could take it to go with you and (laughs) you know you could make phone calls concurrently while surfing the internet which is pretty cool i like that (laughs) um that someone thought of that yeah and and it's hard to imagine life outside the internet now yeah especially like true as someone who uh has a hard time with directions (laughs) if i did not have things like google maps like god forbid there is road construction and a detour i'm going back home you mean you don't miss printing out the directions from MapQuest and having to tape them like to your fucking windshield so you can keep track of where you are you taped them to your windshield dude not windshield the the dashboard that's the wrong okay i'm I'm sorry how do you fucking see yeah i don't going to hell (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just like good luck <laughs> i hope i make it um but th- that was that um and i remember like the early computer games for like windows 95 Ooh yeah like pinball yeah. yeah the oh yeah the pinball or um the solitaire with all the cards that like when you won they would just like so what was your uh color pack for solitaire because there was like five different options and i feel like the one that you chose says so much about you i had the beach theme Oh, really? Yes. Okay, because I had the rose theme. 
Oh, I like that one too. That one was like really pretty. See, that's why I thought you'd have that one too. Yeah, I I fluctuated between between those a lot. And I think there was like one with fish or something, like a yellow fish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, chill vibes only. Gonna hang out under the sea. (laughs) Under the sea. Yes. (laughs) Because like, I also had this computer game where you learned about various marine life Hmm. and was really into all that for a while, like oceans and whatever lived in the sea, like the deepest, darkest parts of the ocean. All the, the scary, Mariana like, Trench. Yeah, the lanternfish and all the like, <laughs> got, yeah, the, the demons, all the demons of the, aqu- of, I was going to say the aquatic, <laughs> right? That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> the aquatic demons, yes. Aquatic demons, yes. God, words. <laughs> Don't you just love when they come out of your mouth faster than your brain can put them in order? <laughs> Do you also remember that time in the early 2000s where technology being see-through was a trend? Oh, like the Mac computers? Yes, or the the telephones or anything that you could, like, it was clear. It was clear plastic, so you could see all the inner workings. Like even the Game Boys, the early Game Boys were... Yeah. Yeah, some of the models were see-through. I don't know what possessed us for that to be a trend but you know it looked kind of cool it did look kind of cool it was kind of like the blow-up furniture of the early 2000s (laughs) just the the most sturdy piece of furniture you'll ever take with you you know oh yeah popped within a week (laughs) within a week i mean growing up i had barbies and one of them it was like these 2000s era barbies like specific to that time of being a young person and they were all in college and the one that i got had like a hot pink see-through blow-up chair that came with her i had a blue one (laughs) yes and see this is why we're friends like yeah (laughs) this only solidifies things um and then i had one of those little mac computers for barbie yes a little mini one i did not have that okay yeah it was the orange see-through mac computer oh my god it was also see-through yes Yeah, like no, it was it was pretty cool. I'm like Barbie Mattel is on trend. Absolutely. <laughs> she was never behind. No, Barbara Millicent. Not behind. <laughs> that was her name. Barbie has a full yes. name. Yeah. But oh god. Um <laughs> So, the early internet days, you had the these home computers, big boxes, slowly shrunk and thinned out, went on a diet over time, right? Uh-huh. What were some of your search engines of choice, perhaps communication things when you were on that hour-long tirade on the computer, hogging that, no phone calls? So I actually did a lot of my early internet on (laughs) the local public library computers. Hey, uh uh-huh. And so as soon as school let out, I would rush down to the library because it was the next block over from the school. Uh Uh-huh. And I would hop on AOL Instant Messenger, and I would decide whether or not I was going to change my username for the week. Did you (laughs) have, like, the little sound when you sent the message? I don't remember that much, just because it was, like, the public computer, so I don't know how much I could customize. Oh, true. Yep. Mm -hmm. But I always made sure to customize the color of my name and, like, put in the stars and the little squiggle lines and X's, like, all that fun (laughs) stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah, the workings. You want to know cringe culture, you go back to, like, 2004, 2005 AOL Instant Messenger. Like, your username? Yes. <laughs> it was, like, baby girl 420 <laughs> trap horn. But I would, I would immediately get online and start messaging every single person on my online list. Oh, God. You were busy. I was busy. I would waste because my my mom actually owned a hair salon across the street from the library. Okay. And so when she was done with her last client, she would come over to the library and get me and then we'd go home. Yeah. So I had, you know, an hour and a half to kill basically at the library. Totally. Yeah. Why spend like that time uh, reading books and expanding your brain when you could just be instant listen people yeah listen okay i did that too but the the computer was the thing of the future it was yeah (laughs) yeah i i have a question for you s yes listening when did you get your first cell phone freshman year of high school okay okay yeah 
I think I got mine freshman year as well, if mm-hmm. not eighth grade, and only because I did a lot of sports. And so my parents needed me to have a way to contact them when games or practices were done. Yeah, yeah. But did you ever have that moment of fear when you pressed a button on your phone and accidentally pressed the internet button? Oh my God. And had I to quickly that, cancel out. <laughs> clack that shit so hard. Instant clack. Just, oh God. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, shit. End, end, end. It was like the three different feelings like of happiness. Like, oh, you know, your friends writing to you, texting you. And even then it was limited text messages. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was like the particular plan or if this is how it worked. But for every text message I sent that counted as a message. But then for every message I received that also counted as a message. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine you go over the limit very quickly. And then the other emotion was fear with the internet (laughs) accidentally opening. And then the third one was annoyance because my first phone was a flip phone. Uh Uh-huh. And, you know, the three times you had to click to get the letter you wanted for texting. (laughs) And then, God forbid, you pass that letter and you're just, ah, fuck. And (laughs) have to start the process over again. And sometimes it was just not your day and you had to keep on, you know. And then we moved up to one of those, like, sliding phones the keyboard ones oh yes yeah and i had uh friends who had the crackberry the crack yeah because they love their blackberries it's called the crackberry yeah no the the blackberry i don't know if that just like missed my school entirely Uh uh-huh the number one phone was the Motorola Razor, obviously, in rose gold oh, pink. Oh, yes. And, uh-huh. then, <laughs> and then as we got older, we wanted the sidekick. Yep. Uh-huh. That like flipped where, like, that way. Uh-huh. It just flipped up real quick. And then it could also be a touch screen. But let's be honest, you used the keyboard more than anything. Yeah, because you just sit there like. And I, I only ever really remember one classmate having a BlackBerry when it came out. Yeah. That was then ruthlessly bullied because of it. Oh, wow. Um, Do you remember, like, the first iPhones came out around that time? And they were, like, these big, heavy things. Oh, my God. They were so thick. Really thick. Like, two Cs kind of thick. (laughs) And you were also like, that's freaking ugly. (laughs) Because people today, when you have your iPhone, you have everything on it. We didn't have that. So you had your iPad. Yeah. Your iPod, your iPod Mini, your iPod Shuffle, your Nano, your Kick, like iPod and Classic, then, yeah. And then you had your phone. Your iPod Classic and your phone were about the same fucking size. They were, they were. And then in addition to that, you had your other separate devices like your GPS and up. Um, God damn it, what else? But everything was separate, like you said. There was no multi-purpose tool there Mm -hmm. wow isn't that crazy (laughs) when you really start to think about it yeah yeah you put it like in the timeline we had a lot of phone thefts that year at my high school and they (laughs) often were iphones i don't i don't understand are you do you have an iphone i do not and i don't really care for them to be honest with you Okay, because I don't either. I have never in my life owned an iPhone, and I feel like that's a slight point of pride, at least for me. I've always had Samsung. Yeah. Very reliable phones. Good phones. Oh, my God. Yes. I can't tell you how long I've had some Samsung phones. I had the Note 3. Mm -hmm. Note 3 for, like, five years. It's a I had it until almost grad. I had it until grad school because I didn't have emojis yet. Oh, wow. Okay. Because it only had the little Android faces. And I fucking hated those. And so I would just constantly use, you know, your your dot dot parentheses for smileys or whatever. Yeah, ooh, ooh. <laughs> but yeah, I had that. I had a Note 3 until 2017, 2016. Well, it's like also I just didn't see the point in spending so much for something like a phone. Because so yeah. many people I knew that had iPhones just destroyed them so quickly like one drop and already screen shattered and mm-hmm. even like those macbooks oh yeah for why like for what when you could get a perfectly good laptop for so much less right and that was even better mm-hmm. than your macbook if aesthetics were the only thing that you were considering when purchasing this item 
Oh, yeah. And those original MacBooks, let's be honest, were fucking ugly. They were giant, white, thick, like, laptops. I mean, it was one of those where it was so plastic that anytime you opened it, it cracked. I mean, it was... Yeah, yeah. I never saw the appeal. I didn't either. And even now, I'm like, I know for certain things, like, if you're a a digital artist, maybe, like, processors-wise, it might be good. But then you still have many other uh, non-Mac items that are comparable in performance, if not better. Right. I don't know. Or Apple, I mean. In addition to, like, kind of the evolution of technology over time and the the lure of AOL, mm-hmm. do you remember such platforms like YouTube, where now everyone wants to be a YouTuber? And oh, YouTube has man. come a long way as well, if you think about it. Oh, yeah. YouTube got created 2006, I want to say. I think so, yeah. I was ending grade school around that time, which makes me feels so unbelievably old but right it's like oh the the joys of beginning middle school you hit puberty and youtube came out <laughs> like it was a natural <laughs> progression you know a natural segue <laughs> i'm just really glad that youtube and social media kind of in general because facebook came around around the same time too mm-hmm. hadn't progressed to where it is today because I had to do that stupid two-step dance class for gym my freshman year of high school. And God forbid videos of that got out onto the internet. I I don't like that. It's like, what is with this need to post absolutely fucking everything? It, eh. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, I understand the ability to connect to people has opened up in so many different ways. But I don't care <laughs> what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I can I tell you a very quick story yes when Facebook came out my mom didn't allow me to have Facebook but one of my high school friends got Facebook as soon as it came out basically yeah and they also got a Twitter account and I remember asking them why do you have a Twitter account like we live in the middle of fucking nowhere and you don't yeah. like what's the point verbatim they turn to me and say it's for when you get famous Excuse me. They literally told me because one day they were going to be famous and so they were going to have a Twitter account to help connect to followers. And I just went, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, bitch, look at all this corn. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, cool, have aspirations, have goals, but I'm like, this ain't it, though. And I, I tell you what, that conversation made me never get Twitter. To this day, I don't have Twitter. I refuse out of spite to get Twitter. There are some interesting accounts on Twitter, so I won't say, like, (laughs) that I absolutely avoid Twitter, because I don't. I'm very interested in the the cult of Instagram, and, like, the filters, (laughs) and, yeah, like, the the careers that people built, literally, like, their job title is, like, Instagram model. Yeah, influencer. Yeah, which I don't know, like, if if I ever, like, influencer, if, if someone said that, would you take them seriously? No, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I It's a gut reaction whenever you see these literal children on TV. It's like, I'm an influencer, or I'm an influencer. Sorry, I can't even fucking say it. I'd just be like, so what What do you influence? Like, what yeah, do what you do? Yeah, what do you do? Who are you? Right? And Yeah, I think, like, the what is celebrity and self-importance Because often for me, like, what I've noticed uh, on Facebook and Instagram and these things is, like, the the need for the instant gratification. Mm -hmm. And when the highs are high, you know, they're very high, but the lows are also super low. Right. I remember, God, this was probably in the college days where someone that, and, like, you know, you would meet someone once or, like, you wouldn't Mm -hmm. even meet them at all and, like, be friends, right? Friends. Very loosely. And I I would still agree that's still a thing of what we consider friends. Mm -hmm. Like, is everyone a good friend? What do we call a good friend? (laughs) Does anyone use that term? But um, whatchamacallit, this one guy got a job and it was like courtside, like cameraman or something. It's like a pretty interesting job. Like, how many people do you know that do that, right? None. So I was like, oh, that, that seems really cool. And then within the same week is like, I'm not appreciated where that first post included the boss, so obviously friends with the boss, right? And then by oh, the no. end of the week, like, on this huge tirade about 
how, you know, they're not appreciated, how they hate this job. And it's like, is your boss seeing this? Did you unfriend them first or something? Right. You know, so I don't know. In between that and the just like the oversharing pictures of people's kids. Right. Uh, See, I feel like that's why websites like Tumblr still exist. Yes. Tumblr is a very interesting place. It is. Tumblr, if you don't know, which would surprise me if you don't, but some of the youth, you know, is entirely, it's like the last original blog post website Mm -hmm. that's still standing and that still stands like fairly, what I want to say here, it hasn't changed much. No. From my understanding. It's still a place of aesthetics. Mm Mm-hmm. In many ways, like a certain type of attitude and approach to things, if that makes sense. Yeah, because Tumblr is almost entirely anonymous, or it can be. And it can be community building, too. Right. But there are no blue check marks on Tumblr. No, no verifications. There is no verification. There is barely a follower count. Even then, it's not shown to anyone but you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is absolutely... The most random fucking things go quote-unquote viral on Tumblr. It's true. It is. It, there is no rhyme or reason. And then I guess when uh, the U.S. was originally first threatening to take away Instagram, yeah. everyone flocked over to Tumblr. And people on Tumblr just went, uh, welcome to the dark closet of the internet where you're not going <laughs> to find what you want here. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And I feel Tumblr has inspired a lot of, like, pop culture stuff as far as music is concerned i i don't know about that one i mean the place i feel like most music comes from nowadays is tiktok i mean that too but i think about like let's say the the phenomenon of the tumblr girl right and yeah you think of like the aesthetic of uh lana del rey for instance it's kind of like dark sad girl or um uh, persona of Electra Heart from uh, Marina Diamandis. Mm-hmm. I probably butchered that last name, but y'all know what I mean. Um, <laughs> I don't know that kind of find their way. Yeah, I mean, another along the lines of people welcoming people from Instagram. Someone commented that Taylor Swift has a Tumblr, and you can do with that what you will. Like what, anyone yeah. has a Tumblr, you know, in in sure. the sense of it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> no, no, oftentimes it doesn't, I would say. And now, like, the age of burner accounts and, yeah, like, this more anonymous approach to things. Yeah. Tumblr and Reddit, I feel like, are where you're going to find most people that want to stay connected on the internet, but mm-hmm. couldn't give a rat's ass about all of the influence of the internet, you know? Yeah, just a place to have a shared interest. Or a question in mind and wanting more information about it. Right. Man. <laughs> no, it's, it's true. Like, I think I think about the ways that people are community building and what is more valued, you know, where, like, Instagram, it's all about the pictures, whereas on Twitter, it's, you know, limited to the words. Of course, you can post, like, media with it, mm-hmm. but that's what Twitter originally was, right? Like, 140 characters or less. Right. Yeah, um... Facebook, too, you know, kind of how it's evolved over time and the scandals that have come with it. Yeah, Facebook is basically, it's it's like two shots till being a dead fish in the fucking water. like And a superficial way to connect with others a little bit. <laughs> it is so dumb. If you, I feel like nowadays, if you truly want to become a part of a, mem- like a member of a community, yeah. you go to Discord. Discord is where you find your groups mm-hmm. of like-minded individuals and places and uh, fandoms or what have Mm -hmm. you that's where you find them is discord yeah go and face the discord but yeah i don't know like it's it's so weird it's so weird because i remember when many of these uh platforms started and how Mm -hmm. in a very short period of time even if it's a few years but they become outdated and replaced by these other things like now tiktok is such a behemoth right Mm, yeah i don't i don't get the point of tiktok because sometimes my attention span is not allowed to watch a full tiktok video as wild as that sounds because i know they're technically short right 
But uh, some of them I'm just like left feeling so confused. <laughs> like, what did I just watch? What was going on? Why is this music so dramatic? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, and then you've got the people that because we were born before like your home computer really took off yeah or at least right as and so we were still used to going outside a lot or finding like actual human connection mm-hmm. and then we got to the point where middle school was about the time where everyone had a home computer and everyone had the internet and yeah. so we switched from you know being raised almost the old-fashioned way to being raised by the internet Mm-hmm. And then you've got these kids who have only ever known the internet, and they keep coming up with ideas that they think are new and fresh and exciting. And it's like that already existed, and it didn't work out. Like, yeah. For example, uh, I guess last year or two years ago, people were wanting Instagram to have an option to have your favorite song of the day like playing in the background. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, this isn't available anywhere. You know, we should be able to – I want my friends to hear my favorite song. Isn't it's that like, like oh, a MySpace or You Zanga mean thing? like MySpace? Yes. It was exactly wow. what MySpace was. You had your top ten friends and then you had your song playing in the background and your banner. And Tom. And Tom, of course. Tom yeah. is friends with everyone. Exactly. Um, you've got a friend in Tom. Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh geez, yeah. It's I, we've talked about this before on a previous episode that I I can't remember, but like the whole Missy Elliott Britney Spears thing, like oh Britney Spears mm-hmm. made Missy Elliott famous, and it's like how dare you? <laughs> yeah, they just like don't the kids don't know where the ch- the trends originated from, and how oftentimes everything just circles back, and yeah, many times unchanged. There really are no new additions to make this like of the times if that makes sense like there's no spin to it yeah i mean i would argue because you do still see trends happening on the internet like yeah Yeah. for for youtube for example when youtube first started it was you know it was a big deal to put an internet like a video online right yeah You, you saved it for either special events or occasions or if you made your own channel like to me, some of the very original videos I remember watching were uh, Bo Burnham, actually. His songs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I loved his songs. I remember him sitting at his stupid electric piano, <laughs> and he was so small, but we're the same age almost. I think he might be, like, four-ish years older than I am, barely. Uh-huh. And so it was so fun to watch someone your age performing online quote unquote yeah uh and then you had your like cartoons so you had charlie the unicorn or llamas with hats oh god but then it kind of transitioned into you know your more vlogs and then it transitioned into like there's a lot of gaming now on youtube so it's yeah but even then that transitioned to another platform like twitch that's true that is very true where um, maybe you start in one platform, such as YouTube, and then you build enough of a fan base and then slowly make the transition elsewhere where you could expand mm-hmm. that even more in a more focused way. And have more control over your monetization. Yeah, yeah, which I, I think over the last few years, right, Tumblr, YouTube, um, ridiculous uh, monetization policies, and even mm-hmm. the mention of certain words that, I mean, some aren't even... I don't know, bad is not the term, but it's like you can't say things honestly. Like I heard even if you say uh, words like uh, trigger warning, like rape, then you can get demonetized, even if you're bringing important information about this topic. See, that's a big issue with YouTube and transgender awareness. Yeah, yeah, like uh, if if we're talking about uh, surgeries and so forth, you mean? Yeah, well, almost any time you start talking about transgender whatever whether it's rights or awareness or the surgeries you automatically get demonetized you cannot make money off of that even if it's a purely educational video and it's fucking stupid that that is outrageous to me because it's like platforms like youtube started with the purpose of informing like of course many silly videos but then sharing information and creating a common community yes do you and like i think I have a bone to pick with YouTube because you have this group of content creators, right? 
And mm-hmm. some of them also started with YouTube. And mm-hmm. maybe you can think of a few. I don't want to mention them. But um, some very problematic behaviors over many t- many years, like since the beginning. And mm-hmm. they're not demonetized because they're bringing in a lot of money for YouTube. They have a lot of viewership. Right. But then smaller content creators who, like, let's say, with the process of informing on uh, topics like the one you mentioned, will get demonetized mm-hmm. whether they have certain terms in there or not. Because I've right. heard of those cases, too, where the videos are quickly put up for review and then you don't get to make that money. And, like, those first, I don't know, 24, 48 hours are really crucial, right? And in, in the amount yeah. of money you make where you could have built a viable career for that in the beginning. But um, they allow a handful of these content creators and their bad behavior to go unchecked. Mm -hmm. And these people come in, make an apology video and all is well again, but there are no more severe consequences. Yeah. No, Have you noticed that? Yes. And especially because a lot of websites nowadays, they depend on the algorithms. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On what they want to show people. And so I follow, of course I follow YouTubers. I watch a lot of YouTube in my downtime. I don't have cable because I'm broke. And I don't find the point in cable. But anywho, yeah, so yeah. I know a couple of YouTubers that are big names that aren't problematic uh-huh. that will go through and say, I'm going to make a fresh new YouTube account and I want to see what it gives me. Like, what does it uh, suggest for me to watch? Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is movie trailers okay. or music videos or whatever is top and trending at the moment, whatever that may be. Yeah, yeah. But it's very rare to find smaller names on Mm -hmm. a fresh YouTube page or smaller content creators. Maybe someone who might be really good or really funny, but it's just because the algorithm says you don't get enough views for me to care about you. Yeah. I'm not going to help you get views. And that's bullshit. It is. And it, it like many people can't even take off before they even start the whole thing, right? There was no chance from the beginning to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, from what I've noticed, at least um, in my YouTube views, unless I'm on something very like niche and specific, and let's say watching a small content creator, it will lead me to other smaller content creators. But not necessarily the bigger ones. So I feel like if you're starting big, you're going through big. But otherwise, yeah, the the quote unquote smaller ones don't have a chance at all of any, I don't know, of that same limelight because they know they're not going to bring in a lot of money for YouTube. Right. And I mean, the internet was supposed to, like, it was created to be the great equalizer, right? I feel like. And now you don't get recognized unless it's you know someone who already is yeah yeah there's like a lot of drama too (laughs) i don't know what it is (laughs) right yeah but i mean for for an example for me like i know we've kind of talked about the musician corpse husband we both love him Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. i mean he does he does a really amazing music my personal belief is he does a really amazing music and he deserves all of the praise that he's getting but I wonder how much of a fan base he would have gotten if it wasn't for the fact that he was playing video games with popular video game platforms on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Like, by all means, he deserves the popularity. He does a phenomenal job. It just makes me worried then for other small content creators that if you don't have an in, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, or the longevity of the popularity is short-lived. Mm-hmm. Like, some people that started off as the OG YouTubers at this point, it's like, thank you, next. (laughs) But, right? Like, there's a a few I have in mind. I'm like, I don't know if we're allowed to name them, but... We've been naming so many names, like, throughout our other videos. I think it'll be fine as long as we're not dogging anybody. Okay, like, do you remember that that lady from Texas, uh, Graveyard Girl? Yes, Bunny! Yeah, Bunny Meyer, and, um... Because she was, like, a a specific, like, of course, she had all the unboxing videos, but then, like, she had her, like, little ghost content, and then there was, like, makeup Mm -hmm. tutorials, like, you know, there were different things going on, but I feel like over time, the popularity has kind of declined. Like, I I think many Mm -hmm. are still true and are part of that gator fam. Um, (laughs) Right. But 
you know, you don't hear about her as much as like maybe like James Charles or Shane Dawson and people like that who may also may or may not be problematic. <laughs> right. And in all honesty, I forgot that they were creators. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's it's hard to separate being a creator from kind of what they eventually become, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. The one that because I feel like you still have OGs that have a massive fan base that they're not going anywhere anytime soon. Like true and, to the original vision. Right. And for me, that's Markiplier. I was just thinking that for you. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> such a good person. Like just he genuinely, a good radio voice. he does have a good radio voice. Yeah. I could listen to him probably read the dictionary. Same with Corpse. I could read I could listen to both of them just read the white pages at this point. But <laughs> like that I feel like is a really good example of an unproblematic person. Yes. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um it's just let's go on here, have some fun together. Yeah. Um and be silly. Right. And let's do whatever. I mean, and and then you have people that might have started and done some problematic things. Yeah. But then genuinely saw the error of their ways and and worked to better themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, to this day, like, I, I miss Jenna Marbles. I really miss her. Oh, um, she had, like, the Kermit, right? Yes. Yeah. With her, with her little, with her dogs. Yeah. Um. And, uh, she, uh, she took down her videos. She closed her platform two years ago, something like that. Oh, did she really? Mm-hmm. And it was from, like, her early, early videos when mm-hmm. YouTube was new and, and everyone just kind of put whatever they wanted up there to get views. Yeah. It was problematic, but she saw that and she was doing like she was trying to do better, but it just it was one of those things where people couldn't let it go. And yeah. so she said, I'm I'm done for now. She's like, I don't know if I'll come back. Maybe I will, but mm-hmm. for now I'm I'm done. I need to take a step back and take care of myself. Cause she was getting just a it was a lot. I, I for, can imagine for her. And I find that so interesting. We've talked about this before about like this whole thing of cancel culture, correct? And mm-hmm. why is it that some people can bounce back more readily than others? And mm-hmm. the the greater audience is ready to forgive some people who may have done like much worse things, mm-hmm. but then be like, it's fine. Whereas other people who may have done lesser things, which, you know, still should be held accountable, um, mm-hmm cannot really recover from that for one reason or another. And even the whole thing of ap- apologies, right? Like some people, all you hear are apologies. And right. I think it's particularly important for people, you know, on these platforms who have a wide scale audience, but even in real life, I I hold people to this standard is if you apologize, I mean, words are really just meaningless things mm-hmm. until you show through your behavior, your actions, that you're doing something to rectify, apologies are really stupid. Yeah. Like, you, it's a, still a way of the first step of taking accountability for something. But the biggest part of that lies in the behavior of what comes next once you apologize. Absolutely. To me, an apology is changed behavior. Yes. Yeah. Well, that got heavy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's all, folks. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, no. <laughs> no. But on to lighter things on YouTube. You know what has aged well over time? Oh, what? I'm a snake. I'm a snake. I'm a snake. <laughs> I'm a little slurry snake. Was that, did that originate on YouTube or was that a vine? You know what? I I recently looked at that thing because I'm like, I need some good vibes. And it's 11 years old, like 10, 11 oh years old. So I think that was God. prior to Vine. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> and I I love that. I'm a slithery little snake, a snake. <laughs> like, here's this person with this little snake hat. It's been a snake. I love that. Oh, my God. You know what else is like 11, 12, even 15 probably years old or more? What? How does it feel to lose the game? What is that? Did you never actually know the game? No. Okay, so if listeners out there might be screaming in their cars because they're mad at me, the game was 
You couldn't think of the game. You know what? I think I know what bullshit you're talking about. <laughs> and, and if you just thought of me the off. game, you lose. <laughs> you know what? That is some fuck shit. <laughs> and I will just end my statement there. Some fuck The court shit. is adjourned. Yeah. <laughs> court is adjourned. Oh, my God. No, that was, I don't know where that started or when that started, but that had it's to be, It's not like, important. The depths of hell, <laughs> that's where. Because it's dumb. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I'm so glad it's late here. Because then I don't, not too much of my day is ruined. <laughs> well, for those of you listening to this, like, at 9 a.m. on your Monday morning commute, <laughs> sucks to suck. <laughs> This is why, yeah, unsubscribing is a thing. It's over there, that button. (laughs) They're like, no, I'm done. (laughs) Yeah, fuck this. Oh, God. But do you also remember the website specifically? It's kind of like Reddit, but for more ridiculous things like Funny Junk or Albino Black Sheep or E-Bombs World. It's like we're all like those silly internet videos like End of the World. Do you remember? It's like ringing bells that are so far buried deep into my brain that they I'm look trying. Like, they look like they were made through paint, like Adobe Flash pay, uh, Player and paint. Is this like the duck song? Yes, the Llama Llama Duck. Okay, okay. Yeah, like that that kind of content. Or but like <laughs> websites this, cater to that. Is this the, look at my horse, my horse is amazing. <laughs> You know what? When you sent me that, I think that was like five years ago. And I saw that for the first time ever at that point in time. I could not stop listening to it. I don't know why. And I was so mad that I couldn't stop. (laughs) I'm so glad that I'm the one that introduced you to that. Yeah, indoctrinated me into the cult of my horse is amazing. Oh, God. Oh, God. That was such... But but so many cursed videos. Like the, the hug me, I'm scared. Oh, God. No. Yeah. And even a little bit the llamas and hats. Yes. But also salad fingers. Mm, no. <laughs> yeah, not not all things that emerge from the void of the internet are good and holy. Oh, absolutely not. Every day we drift further from God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the light of the Lord is escaping us. It's very dim on the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's starting with your router. Do you... I never watched it, and to this day, I will stand by that. But the video that I feel really took the world by storm on YouTube uh-huh. was Two Girls, One Cup. I, You know what? I felt like, oh, God, this pit of despair in my stomach. <laughs> and I was just like, is she going to say what I think? She-? I haven't seen it either. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I refuse yeah. to. I didn't even no, know what it was you. truly about until a couple years ago. When I finally yeah. was like, what is this video? Because someone was making a joke about it. And I Googled what it was about, not the video itself. Yeah. And I went, yeah. Hit. So I just, that was enough for me. Exactly. And you know what? To this day, I'm not really sure, like, is it real? Is it fake? I've heard and read about many different things as to, it's like authenticity, if you mm-hmm. will. But I've heard enough to be like, <laughs> the light of Jesus is still kind of upon me. I've heard enough. And I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, my eyeballs have suffered from reading this or my ears from having to hear about it, but I haven't seen it. Ugh, We're going to keep it that way. Right? Like, no thank you. Yeah. Until they put me in the ground, mama. <laughs> oh, another another 10-year reunion, which I didn't fucking realize it's been 10 years and it aged me so much when I heard this. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the Harlem Shake trend? That's 10 years. It's 10 years. Oh my god. I saw someone, it was an Instagram reel, and it was like, let's bring this back for the 10-year anniversary. And I said, or here's a thought, we let it die in its grave. Yeah, don't don't resurrect it from the dead. This is like when necromancy is not appropriate. Oh Internet necromancy. <laughs> Yeah, some things just are better left undisturbed. <laughs> right there, yeah. Just <laughs> leave it there. Um, ten years, get out. Uh-huh. 
2012 and now it's 2022. Wow. I'm speechless a little bit. <laughs> right? You just kind of let it sink in and go, oh my God, I'm fucking old. Uh, yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I've got enough bones popping. I don't need this to be yet another thing on the pile, you know? <laughs> wow. And I mean, it's, it's like also this like the... Do you remember? I think this was around our grad school era with like the the Running Man. They had that one song. Um, oh, every day oh. I'm shuffling or something. No, 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 mm. not that one. Um, let's see. It was the Running Man Challenge by Ghost Town DJs. My boo. I and, feel like people like I were going that, like this. But- oh yes, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, and I thought that was wholesome and fun. Yes, yes, and I like that one because like the song was not as annoying as the Harlem Shake. Yes, I agree. Um, and some people like I know with the Harlem Shake also got really creative, which props to that. But I don't know with the Running Man, like it's a jam, it's a bop. It is. It's the little shoulder shuffle. That's what gets you. Little shoulder shuffle. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Um. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. So, like, things like that, and then you see these other dumb trends, like, um, encouraging graffiti on walls, or let's eat some Tide Pods. Oh, God. Yeah. The Tide Pod thing should never have existed. I To this day, I don't know if people were actually eating Tide Pods, or if they were just being stupid and, like, biting into it and then spitting it back out, but either way, that's Isn't a toxic that the same thing? chemical. <laughs> and calling it a challenge, I'm like, that's just challenging those brain cells those two little brain cells you got left god i mean at that point it's like sticking a fucking fork in the outlet challenge i mean yeah (laughs) well also in the toaster jesus yeah if you're if you're gonna go stupid like don't don't half-ass it whole-ass it you know (laughs) if you want to go out with a bang (laughs) (laughs) oh dark humor God. god i love it Getting us through these tough times. <laughs> Which, like, if you take out the power that way off the grid, that's that's the way to go. Fork in the outlet and in the toaster. Absolutely. Yeah. See? Let's make it darker. Commit. <laughs> so is there any, like, I don't know, website or or game or something that you spent more time on in your tender youth on the internet than you probably should have that we haven't talked about yet uh strangely into minesweeper oh god yeah yeah and solitaire because i was uh really liking when those when i won and the cards were just like raining down on me and i was just like yes (laughs) so probably that um i did have a really cool batman game growing up you did and the land before time, it was like one of those kind of, you know, discs that you fire up on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, shut up. You had a land before time game? You could build your own dinosaur. What? I'm it jealous. It was so dope. I'm jealous. I still have the disc somewhere. <gasps> Can't use it, but still got it. Uh, well, I mean, if you got a disc reader, you'd be able to read it, right? Like, but can it work because the the technology is so old or does it not matter? I mean, I don't think Because to be it honest, I matter. haven't tried. You know what? I'm going to... This device I'm currently using does not have a disc thing. That's why I'm also mad because, you know, like, as things got smaller, they started taking out pieces. Mm-hmm. I have a disc reader, like an external disc reader in my uh, filing cabinet drawer next to me right here because I got to send it. I got a new <laughs> laptop a few years ago, and the ones that have the disc readers in them are so clunky. Yeah. They're so heavy. Yeah. My On my old laptop from grad school, my the cover of my disc reader popped out. So oh, fuck. I literally have to carry it in a, like in an envelope or something. Uh-huh. And if I need to watch or listen to something like I did for school at the time, I would have to like put this piece back on, lock it into place and then <laughs> click it so I could open up the stupid thing. Oh no. But you know what? I have to figure this out now. Cause I'm like, shoot, can I create a dinosaur again? Like, did you ever play any of the Barbie games? Did I? Of course. Of course. I had, like, one where it was a fashion designer. Mm-hmm. And I felt, like, haute couture, you know? There was a, uh, I think, like, a Barbie horse ranch game. I remember playing at one of my best friend's house mm-hmm. in, in middle school, high school. 
I had that game too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm just not going to go there because like people know anyway. They're probably they're like, she probably had that horse game. And I'm like, yes, I did. Listeners. Yes, I did, bitch. <laughs> you, should, you should let us know what your favorite Barbie game was growing up. Don't lie. We all know you had one. Doesn't matter. Boy, girl. And they were good. Either. They were good. Yes, absolutely. Now, did you have one, Misty? I... I I think I had one. I don't remember it though because my parents again, I've said this before, I think. My my parents didn't believe in online games or video games. They thought they rot your brain. The only yeah. disc game that I distinctly remember having and playing was Where in the World is Carmen San Diego. Oh, yep. Mhm. The only reason because it was a puzzle game. <laughs> Education that yep if it wasn't educational my mom didn't want me to have it (laughs) don't let me wrap my brain like other kids oh mom yeah let me do that on my own time yeah that's why i hop on (laughs) aol (laughs) oh my gosh yeah uh it's come a long way and i think there will still be so many changes i mean that's inevitable it goes without saying right like so many people upon me saying that were probably like duh <laughs> but, but truly i feel like the question is what's next is it this yeah stupid the, metaverse yeah. that mr zuckerberg burned? daddy zuck <laughs> it. Uh, do you remember that I, that whole thing nope and i don't want to um it was on tumblr you could thank <laughs> tumblr for that is it the metaverse or are we gonna go back to just gaming or should we focus maybe more on you know, your blogging platforms like Tumblr or Reddit or what have you. I mean, what do we do from here? Yeah, yeah. Um, do you remember that movie Gamer? I want to It was say like yes. Sims, but with criminals. Like, Nope, never mind. <laughs> oh, hopefully it, it's not like that. I'll just say that. You can Google it later, but hopefully it's not that. Okay. <laughs> any, <Yeah. laughs> any final thoughts on the internet, Miss S? No, uh... Be discerning, but enjoy. That's what it's there for. Absolutely. And also, uh, be sure to just become a snake. Embrace your inner little snake. Snakey snake. <laughs> Snakey snake. Okay. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. If you've enjoyed it thus far, leave a like, a rating, subscribe, bookmark, whatever or however it is that you use for your podcasting experience. We greatly appreciate it. And until next week, stay alive. Bye. Bye.